I am Maya Tiwari. Welcome to Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. For the past 35 years since surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of health, healing and self-peace. I am the founder of the Wise Earth School of Ayurveda, the first of its kind in North America. I am the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings free Ayurveda and yoga education to at-risk communities in New York's inner cities. I am a featured speaker for the Parliament of the World Religions and other major conferences, and have been for the last 20 years promoting the cultivation of inner harmony through the global work of creating the Peace Mandala. Heightening Scala Waves of Wellness A cloudless, warm and sparkling morning awakened. I'm in a small village surrounded by the elephant-shaped stone mountains seamlessly issued from the womb of the Nilgiris. The driver arrived. It's time to head further south to Kumbakonam, the destination of the day's pilgrimage. As I set out on this awesome journey to pay reverence and receive the blessings of the Navagraha deities, that is, for the deities of the nine planets. I reflected on my good fortune at being able to take a shortcut to the planets. You see, in India, we do not need to take a space shuttle to arrive at the moon. Indeed, we have access to the universe right here, in the reachable distance by foot, auto rickshaw, train or car. We can perambulate the nine planets in a day's time. Touch the feet of the Shiva at Brihad Ishwara temple or the heart of the goddess Anamalai at Arunachala Shakti temple or bask in the divinity of Lord Vishnu at Sri Rangam temple. As he retires afloat, on the sensual belly of the great mother serpent of the sea. We can marvel at the awesome wonder of Chidambaram, where Shiva reigns in the form of infinite space, Akasha. These celestial miracles and many more are easily accomplished by those who purify the heart through the fire of life the fire of a pilgrim's heart. Having scaled climbs of spirit, passing through or bypassing the obstacle courses of karma, we discover one simple living truth, and that is the only transport required to scale the heights of divine soul is faith. As we call it in Sanskrit, Shraddha. 
The scala waves communion among the, the cells and tissues, memory and mind, was ecstatic during this particular pilgrimage. The way that science views the pilgrim's experience can be said as follows. Scala waves generated in the body provide an energetic communion system that connects all cells. This energy contains the power of the universe and has unlimited potential. All pilgrimages heighten our inner resources of positive vibrations within our body. Our positive mental attitude is communicated through the scala field generated by thousands of Mobius coils at the cellular level of our being and can affect the cell's mode of growth or protection or demise. Scientists have created scala wave generators for therapeutic purposes and confirm that scala field can create a 20-fold stimulation of cell growth in human immune system cells. This heightened vibration of the scala energy was self-evident as my colleagues and I journeyed along the magnificent southern plains flowing in tandem with the Kauveri River just a few years ago. I noticed how faithfully the river led, guided and blessed us as we crisscrossed her boundaries on our journey to the Navagraha deities, the temple of the seven planets. On this seamless serpentine route, rural women soaked fully clad in her abundant waters. They washed clothing by beating them on rock surfaces, while children playing splashed about in the water. White egrets stood on royal guard in tall grasses of the bordering marshland, protecting the sublime energy of wholeness in these raw, bare-chested villages. The local folks call this wide and deep river the Ganges of the South, the Holy Mother River. Just a few days ago, my pilgrimage had taken me to the sacred dip in the Mother Ganges in Rishikesh, where I sat in the lap of her rapid undulating waters made stable by the vast Himalayas, whose feet stretched around several thousand kilometers, huddling within her care vast forests, mountains, villages, temples, ashrams, the poor, the homeless, the rich riders of spirit. Each day, millions of devotees take bath in her ever-flowing beneficence, washing away the past, melding tears into holy water, converting challenges into protection and nurturance while safeguarding the collective promise for peace. In India, a dip in the Holy Mother water can reaffirm our faith. 
the understanding that all is always as it must be. And as we say in Sanskrit, Tatastu. On the school Saturday morning, accompanied by this single thought, I headed to the first of the Navagraha, the temple of Tiru Nalar. Here, the deity is Lord Saturn, who is generally worshipped on Saturdays. Our driver had to park a good distance away from the temple. We left our sandals in the vehicle and with bated breath joined the queue of thousands already gathered, spilling out a kilometer or more from the entryway of the temple. We huddled in the queue and felt ourselves effortlessly moving forward in anticipation by the sheer collective force of the devotees' will, or should I say, faith. After an hour's wait, my colleagues and I realized we had not secured the tickets to enter the temple, and so we had to forsake our position in the queue and proceeded to find the ticket counter to purchase the tickets. But as fate would have it, there was no lineup at the ticket counter, and we were able to secure tickets and were guided by a very kind-hearted security guard to the rear of the temple where we entered without having to wait. As I stood transfixed in the sanctum, the major performance of Arti, which is the fire ceremony of blessing for Lord Saturn, was underway. We were privileged to receive abundant ashes and gifts before continuing on our way. Regardless of which position or of advantage or disadvantage, Saturn lies in our astrological birth chart, it is clear that in keeping the mind fixed on the invocation of the supreme awareness that Lord Saturn had cleared the way of all obstacles. At least, that is what my feeling was. And this boon held true for the entire pilgrimage. A magical space of unobstructed lightness permeated our continued pilgrimage. As we rode high on spirit, and as I walked each of the planetary sanctum, opening to the divine light, gathering love. The scala waves energy of the heart had escalated. Scala energy is primarily produced by the heart's vascular system and supercoil DNA. Scala waves provide a natural reservoir for limitless potential within the human organism. This field holds us to neutralize chaotic incoming signals from the environment and from our own negative minds and thoughts, thereby allowing ourselves to utilize their own innate wisdom for self-healing. 
Scalar wave energy generated in the body protect us from the negative effects of solar radiation and other environmental electromagnetic stresses. By constantly producing a neutral field capable of deflecting these harmful non-bio-energetically compatible frequencies. In the scalar vacuum state, this energy is susceptible to our thoughts and feelings. Our cells react to environmental signals as well as to our thoughts. Cells naturally move toward growth signals and away from life-threatening stimuli. The aberration of our cellular memory can be explained thusly. Cells naturally move outward in growth and replication but are forced to retract or conserve their energy when feeling under attack or repairing themselves. A cell cannot be in growth and the protection mode at the same time. If our tissues and organs perceive a need for protection due to negative influences, whether environmentally or within ourselves in our thoughts, they will compromise their growth behavior. Chronic protection, a sense for chronic need of protection, driven by fear, can lead to a disruption of the tissue and its cellular function. The way we react to an event is recorded in our molecular matrix. If every cell contains all of the information of the entire organism, imagine that our experiences, be they positive or negative, are also recorded on a cellular level within us. Those experiences that we perceive as harmful, violent, life-threatening, may continue to resonate within the memory banks of the body's crystalline, cellular, and molecular matrix because we were not able to resolve the conflict and therefore the energy of threat had not been dissipated. The matrix memory can alter our belief about ourselves and consequently our behavior as a result of past experiences of traumas. This can cause us to feel disempowered and marginalized, alone and unloved. Negative thoughts and emotions definitely interfere with the electromagnetic biophoton signaling at the cellular mem membrane and DNA levels. Should this occur, the communication signals can become erratic, chaotic, and therefore cellular information for enzyme and protein formation can become thwarted. If we look at the source of negative thoughts and emotions, in all cases we find the root of threat and fear. And when we 
allow fear to interfere with our DNA signaling, our scalar wave energies can become degenerated. Of course, there are ways in which we can protect the scalar waves despite what is happening in our environment, in our personal health, be it a threat, a disease, violence, or so forth. And in my Vedic culture, we've provided so many practices and so many what we call sadhanas that help us to keep our health intact, more importantly, to keep the vibrational energy high and higher during a time of being influenced by negative issues, circumstances, and so on. Thoughts and emotion have an electromagnetic frequency vibration that is perceived by every cell in the body through the instant communication system of the scalar waves. For instance, Vedic chanting, which is chanting in Sanskrit, is said to be deeply rooted in the cosmic sound intelligence. The Hindu rishis or seers recognized that the universe is composed of primeval sounds and vibration which hold it all together. Chanting regularly, therefore, with dedication and concentration, not only allowed the development of devotion by heightening the scalar wave communication, but it brings the aspirant in sync with the vibrational world and eventually transport us into the blissful state of transcendence. The vibratory practice of Sanskrit mantras, which I have been doing for more than 40 years, can help us to quickly replace the negative scalar waves with positive vibrations, wherein we can resolve unresolved traumas from the past. This breeds a breath of fresh air into the ambient mind and provide a clear sense of purpose new vision for the challenges we had been experiencing. We can then shift the psyche into recognizing challenge as an opportunity, although difficult, in many cases brutal, nonetheless as a chance to mature and grow and or to let go of patterns that have not been working for us to our positive good. Chanting has allowed me to surpass so many personal controversies and personal attacks and personal difficulties, including that of the physical health and other circumstantial violence in my own life. It is it has, in a way, magnified the scalar waves within my own body to the extent that it entrained the mind 
So even when the mind can entertain negative thoughts or negative perceptions, the scala waves that had been formed from years of chanting, from years of living within that incredible system of Sanskrit, has in fact lessened the amount of toxicity I would normally have experienced during these untoward experiences. So today we're talking about a pilgrim's tale, riding spirit, heightening scala waves for wellness. Thank you for listening and peace be your journey.